When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. How do you build a successful business in your 20s? Meet Isabel Pearl, owner of Pearl Cosmetics. In a short amount of time, meaning in less than three years, Isabel has trailblazed the UK skincare industry by creating the first British pink clay mask. Do you feel that glow yet? Isabel's drive and ambition is inspirational, and we hope that in this episode, some of it rubs off on you too. Let's go. Stars. Those were the days, weren't they? Those were the days. Um, yes, here we go again. Another, Switch it on, Igor. Switch it on. Episode. We said stop saying the days because it's not know, Monday. Right? It's Tuesday. <laughs> but yeah. Um, are you all right? You're looking sharp. Thank you, you very well? much. I came ready. I came ready. Yeah. This week we've got three guests all in one day. We have got full, so on, we, full on day. We've got to be on point. On mute, have you? Yes. Yeah. No, good. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, um, no. <laughs> before we before we dive into uh, today's episode, I think it would only be fitting. This is the first time we've sat down since Christiane's episode went out mm-hmm. um, a week and a bit ago. Yes. And. I think it'd be pretty fair to say that that was quite a, a groundbreaking episode for us in a, yeah. in a few in a few ways. Felt really special. It felt like it was an episode that had almost everything in it. Yeah, um, it was really encouraging um, on a personal level and a business-wise level. Yep. Again, incredible in terms of the business that she's grown through Honeysuck Flower, um, and then just the reality of it yeah it was uh, just great to see somebody that was like oh I don't know if I can do that yeah. so just going no but I'm going to I'm going to do it because yeah. I'm, I can see the benefit and I know that I need to push myself mm. um, so that was great from our point of view it was the first time we'd had a full recording without having to break yeah which might not seem it might might seem a bit trivial to a lot of people but yeah. for us it was a bit of a sort of um, it felt like a new era yeah, in yeah. another idea. Season two. Um, <laughs> because actually what it allowed us to do is allowed us to have the conversation that maybe we were, we knew it was going to kind of come, but it just gave Christiana a lot more breathing space yeah, and a, a lot more a, opportunity to be able to get her points across. And yeah. obviously the courage that she showed to be able to talk about 
a subject that's incredibly difficult yeah. and um, and just isn't talked about enough. So if you haven't listened to that episode, you know, yeah, please I'd, do. I'd encourage you to go and to go and check it out. Um, and just to be able to have that conversation was great, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I don't know if we'd have been able to have that. 15 episodes ago no no um, probably not just from a, a presentation point yeah, of view, yeah, yeah. We were, and even how to address it really yeah so, but so. we did it yeah and it was great it's yeah. been really well received so thank you so much to christiane yeah um and today we've got today we've isabel, got the... isabel pearl oh yeah but we're not from... calling hey you izzy we don't <laughs> say izzy what was you she was about to tell me a nickname in the car and then we, i was like don't tell me your nickname don't what's, tell me what's your nickname I have so many. I get called Pearl a lot, yeah. which is quite nice considering yeah. the business Belle. name. Belle. Uh-huh. I get Belle. Bella as well. But Isob. Some of my Isob, friends call me yeah, Isob. I saw that. Isobs, yeah. But mainly, yeah, just Isabel. Not Izzy. Though. Not Izzy. I don't like Izzy. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but yeah, really excited to have you here. Thank you very much for coming up from Watford today. Watford's finest. Um, You're welcome. Thanks for having me. <laughs> no, it's been amazing. Um, she likes the studio. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, Glorious. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It is inspiring me. I want something like this. Kind of sometimes I have to remind myself that it's yeah. in it. Yeah, like, yeah it's great. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's so easy, isn't it? Just to kind of you know, get used to something and be like, oh, that's it now. It's, yeah. where we are. it's done. And play, and, yeah. play it down almost. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, it's, uh, it's great. I can't imagine being anywhere else now. Yeah. Um, you shouldn't. And, <laughs> and, the, and the pod's grown in, you know, the podcast has been a byproduct of being in here as well. Yeah, you know, yeah. That never really happened until we kind of moved in here so yeah yeah um i kept all the plants alive so far i've lost one I've, I've been watering it more because of you and it, it. Christian twice a week yeah, twice yeah, yeah, a week yeah, at least a good, that's a, a monster yeah. um but yeah where do we start igor um, where would you like where would you like to where would you like to begin? i think just for any newcomers to to the pod really we are another idea yes a podcast for creatives and entrepreneurs yeah and businesses self-employed people and yeah we're just here to empower people and make them see how you can grow your business through completely different areas that perhaps yeah. people would not think of q in isabel pearl from yeah. pearl cosmetics like, really we were chatting off camera weren't we, isabel, about how, think? how actually like giving a voice to like smaller businesses you know you don't see it very often in, yeah. in, in especially in like bigger podcasts with huge audiences that they don't kind of i totally agree and i feel like as well it's not you know they're aspirational they're people that you look up to and that inspire you but equally they're kind of like unattainable the likes of influencers and Mm. you know Stephen Bartlett amazing he built a business from scratch but you kind of forget that he started from nothing and now you see where he's at now so it's nice to see smaller businesses and creators and you know self-employed people having a platform to talk about things because then you're like I see myself in them a lot more than I see myself in these huge creators that you know, they're like the 0.5% of businesses, yes, aren't exactly. they? They're like the, like they're Uber, the success stories, Uber success you, yeah. stories, which is great. Like, there's, a, there's definitely a market for it, and we, we love yeah. listening to those podcasts, but yeah, it we is, want to make it a bit more relatable, exactly. Yes. And at the same time, yes, it is encouraging to sort of like aim, aim for the moon, aim for the millions in some ways, but at the same time, you've got to be realistic. And, and it's great to see those sort of like success stories that are realistic that you kind of like see, see and look at them and then think, yeah. I can do that maybe mm. one day. Yeah, not even just that, but like the lessons that you can take from those people. Yeah, you know, so we've many. said it. We've it feels like we're 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 repeating ourselves every week here. Yes, but like we, we take <laughs> we take stuff from everybody. Yeah, every single person I could go. Oh yeah, no, yeah. that 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 speaker or presenter or whoever came here brought this to my mindset. Yeah, 
and it's made me see something a bit differently mm-hmm. so um so yeah thank you for thanks for coming up thanks for giving us your time we thank are you absolutely loving me. um loving having you here we're, we're buzzing to sort of get into chat i suppose first and foremost let's just start off by just talking about the, the rise of pearl cosmetics exactly <laughs> no it is it's meteoric. it's great we love reading, reading your you. love reading your bio it was so great to, to so great to see but yeah just just paint a picture for everybody what what it is you do and and where it, was, where it was kind of born 100% I'll try and keep it short and sweet because there's no time so okay we'll take you back to 2020 um, the start of the lockdowns and actually probably the story starts before then 2019 it was November and I never really felt like I had like a purpose in life I never really knew what my direction was you know, I kind of didn't really want to go to uni because I didn't feel it was for me, but I ended up going because my friends went and I got jealous and didn't want to be at home. <laughs> and yeah, I basically ended up in like a corporate job, wasn't really enjoying it and kind of just wasn't really enjoying life. And I thought moving to London, getting a new job in the city would solve those problems, which obviously it didn't because the, the problem was deeper <laughs> yeah. than just need a new job and I need to move out of home. And so um, I was applying for new job roles and then the pandemic hit and those job roles got cut and then I ended up actually losing my job. So I had to move back home with my mum and dad and obviously the job market was like decimated. So I was like, right, what what can I do? What can I do with my time? What what like yeah. is there anything I can do? So I remembered an idea that I'd had and funnily enough I'd started a website which was Pearl Cosmetics and it was inspired by Australian pink clay masks and we were talking about how there's not really many businesses out there that do like a clay mask and so I thought you know what I've had this idea maybe this is the world telling me give it a go and like we were saying earlier like you don't want to look back and regret not taking that leap like not renting the unit and seeing what happens and for me it was let me just give this a shot and see what happens mm-hmm. and so that's kind of how Pearl was born and initially I love that you already got the website yeah exactly that's amazing the that website kind of, was there already what a subconscious 100 yeah. percent thing to kind Insta of handle do. yeah Insta handle was there yeah. I posted a couple of pics back in like November 2019 or I don't think I posted anything it just was there I just had the insta handles it was like it was there bubbling away slowly and then the pandemic was just that like you remember registering your 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 name as a as a wedding photographer yeah i can can remember doing it it whilst i got another business yeah yeah just thinking oh actually maybe i should just have it there in the background just 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 in case just in case yeah Yeah. and then fast forward like 12 months you're like oh no i'm I'm doing it now yeah (laughs) that's it just hearing that was like it just took me took me right back to that Yeah. yeah Yeah, dropping Crazy. bombs already. Honestly, <laughs> thank you guys. <laughs> There's one thing to do: register. It's one, well, it's one it thing is. registering it, yeah. but the, the, the next thing is like getting it up and, and actually oh committing to it. So yeah. how was that? How was that process? Do you know what? Looking back at it now, it, I didn't really give it a thought and I think that's crazy because the person that I am I'm kind of a bit you know cautious a bit oh like shall I shan't I but I think just given what was happening in the world and you know I had absolutely nothing to lose I had some savings saved up okay the only thing I would really lose was some money no one knew who Pearl was no one you know there was no audience there watching you and like seeing what's next so I really didn't think too hard about what would happen which is why now sat here I'm like oh my god I actually can't believe that this has actually (laughs) happened because 
the plan was just oh like I'll do it for a bit and then I'll get a new job and like that would just be a fun little project that yeah. I did in the summer whereas now I'm literally like oh my goodness it's actually a business it's turning over a decent revenue I've got like employees and yeah. new products launching and a big following on social media and there's so many eyes shit on me got now real. yeah she got real <laughs> real got quick, real, quick. <laughs> um so yeah god yeah back then though there wasn't any pressure and so I think that was I think that was the, the best thing is just I didn't have any pressure on myself thinking mm-hmm. about where I wanted it to go. I just kind of started and things just went from there. Talk me through the process of just clay masks in general because it's oh something my- that you don't really hear much, at least in the UK, really. Yeah, exactly. So it's quite funny because the way that the business has grown in terms of like our unique value proposition all kind of came about as not a mistake, but a fortunate event (laughs) if that makes sense a good mistake a happy accident so the clay mask that I originally created like I mentioned it was inspired by Australian pink clay masks and once I did some research into what actually makes it pink it's not pink it's a pigment that they use to dye it pink and maybe the ingredients are sourced in Australia but what's to say we couldn't source the ingredients in Britain and then create the British pink clay mask. And then the second thing was when you include water in skincare products, you need preservatives in there, you need alcohol in there, and that's obviously unnatural, it's not Mm -hmm. good for your skin. So that was kind of like the two pronged thing, it was taking out the water, from the product which is obviously hugely beneficial for your skin and it's a mass there's a big movement as well towards waterless skincare because it means there's no preservatives no alcohol it's kinder to your skin and then i was like but i want to include oil how can i include oil when my product is waterless which then came the second part of it which was the customizability of the product so the next notion of pearl is that skincare shouldn't be one size fits all because everyone's skin is different and I'm just loving this by the way skin. I'm like <laughs> is, it, is it wrong to say that I do love a mask guys I will I'm send you one I will send you one um, yeah, so one then of my the, questions is can we just talk about our skincare routine yes. <laughs> so I just splash my face with water and go about my day yeah. that's every man's skincare routine um, not me and Eagle yes tell not me more me about Eagle. it I need to hear I need to hear um but yeah so basically the skincare shouldn't be one size fits all and the customizability of it is another big thing in skincare you've got a lot of customizable skincare where you fill in like a survey and they mm-hmm. send you a product yeah. tailor-made but there's not really a, a big thing in you being the person to create yourself and it kind of plays into the ikea effect like why well, go to ikea to buy furniture to then build it yourself but you feel proud that you've like built it and mm. it's kind of like you know you feel good about creating this thing that you then like is going to make your skin better Mm. and you're in control of it so those were like two happy accidents the sort of waterless aspect and the customizable aspect and that's kind of how it came about really yeah that's amazing and i am right in saying that you've got a background in biology right yes so, yeah, she's not just winging it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's talking about. Yeah. Come on. Yes, exactly. So going back to uni, when I didn't really want to go to uni, and then all my friends were having fun, and I was like, I'm missing out on all this fun. So I um, wanted to do maths. Was my best subject at school. Funnily enough, I'm very logically minded. That you know, one plus one equals two. I love that. I, you know, marketing and fluff and things like that. I'm sometimes a bit like, doesn't make sense. Um, so. I knew I didn't want to do maths at uni. I think that would have been just impossible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I would have survived. And so biology I mean, was my next. I mean, you're too creative. Yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. We wouldn't last, we wouldn't last <laughs> half an hour. No. 
<laughs> neither would I um biology was my next favorite subject so I was like I'm just gonna go do biology at uni and so I actually fell in love with it I really enjoyed it and obviously using that kind of knowledge of like skin and biology and science has kind of helped informed formulating the products because everything is done in-house. So I'm the formulator, I'm the skincare scientist, and then we also create it in-house as well. So it's all small batch made and made by hand still, and hopefully will be as we grow. So you, you wear all the hats? Wear all the all hats. The, all of the hats. <laughs> Too many hats. hats. I want to yeah. take some off. Um, <laughs> Can you, I suppose that kind of goes into that one of my questions actually, which is just describe like what, what's your average week look like at, at Pearl? Like, just talk us through like Monday morning. Never the same, never the same. And you guys will probably resonate with this. I was thinking on the train, I was like, God, what does my working week actually look like? And I was like, I couldn't even give you a solid answer, which is maybe partly something that I need to get better at in terms of time management, time blocking and being like a founder and like not having someone manage your time you do have to get really good at sort of managing it yourself. And the amount of times I try to put pen to paper, set myself a schedule, just doesn't work with my brain. My brain doesn't Mm -hmm. work in that way. I'm very much a, I know what needs to be done and I'll, I'll get it done. And if it takes five hours, I'll do it rather than, you know, block it out and do two hours and then two hours doesn't really work like that but my working week is very varied which I enjoy I think it's nice to have something different all the time there's a lot of emails thrown in there which we love um and also like I was saying to you earlier like the projects it's very everything you kind of have to see is like a mini project so it'll be like this marketing campaign is going out that's a mini project we've got a photo shoot that's a mini project a new product launch so every week honestly changes but which is a very non-answer to your question but (laughs) i'll be here all day i think a lot of people relate to it though won't they yeah um I think one thing you talked about, about getting good with managing your own time, I think that is just an ongoing battle that we all kind of face as, yeah. as, as individual creatives. Mm. Um, there's never, I, I've not found the, the perfect solution I to know, a week yet. The, the yeah. magic um, source. You have to be able to adapt, don't you? And be flexible, I think is probably the, yeah. the key. And I think it's the, it's the whole hat thing again. Um, when you sort of like spreading yourself out into all these different hats, all these different aspects of your business and want to sort of like well you kind of have to be involved in mm. different areas isn't it yeah it just means that you're not going to be set doing like, yeah i, specific I try not every to take the day. approach like you you're talking about doing like a five-hour job i i try really hard to separate myself from that a little bit and just go no let's just do an hour and then mm. come back because i always i found that when i've done that i've neglected things for just too long yeah, yeah. um and we've talked about it before about never kind of you know um just disappearing from a marketing point of view like you've always kind of got to be drip feeding content mm. and more so now than ever really yeah um yeah but I, I totally get it like there are definitely times when i'm like i just want to shut the door for five <laughs> yeah. hours and get this job done because my phone is going off yes. people are asking for stuff and you're like oh man it's um it's a battle yeah mm. yeah very much is if you're um if your old boss phoned you up now then and was like hey hey isabel <laughs> uh, we've got got your old job back what would you we'll what give you a raise yeah. oh my goodness i'd say thank you but no thank you <laughs> <laughs> couldn't no couldn't go back now couldn't go back the, to exactly and i think the light. i think it's really interesting as well because i see a lot of videos on tiktok obviously it's where everything every, all the information comes from these days and i think it's so interesting when you break away from the nine to five narrative you then realize how much opportunity that is out there and mm. 
when you're younger you kind of just think oh you know you go to uni or you finish school you go to uni you then get a job nine to five working in the city and that's kind of all I thought was out there but then actually when you step away from that there are so many avenues to make money and there are so many ways that even outside of being like self-employed and you know everyone really has like a side hustle these days which is I think it's really lovely to see and that you know it's taking a lot more for these big companies to retain employees because we know there's so much more out there. So yeah, yeah, I definitely think if my old boss was like, do you want to come back? I would just, yeah, politely decline. (laughs) (laughs) And you being now your own boss, how you're finding it adding people into your own team? Is it, is it quite a big team? Is it a small team? And Mm. what's, Tell me more. Into, Tell in, me more. In that sort of aspect of things. So up until January of this year, it was just me managing it all, which is crazy because since bringing in team members and improving everything that I do from my marketing, my email marketing, like my social media, things like sales have kind of like plateaued or, or almost kind of gone down. And you know, when you're like, this doesn't make sense. Like we were saying this earlier, it doesn't make sense that you're pumping in so much more yeah. to this business and things aren't actually like, you know, following the path up. Exactly. Yes. Why is it not skyrocketing? 100%. <laughs> so yeah, basically last year it was all me. I, and I don't know, honestly, I don't know how I did it. It was working from home. It was just me managing social media, the email marketing, the packing, the orders, the making everything. And obviously maybe part of it was control and me being like, oh, I don't want to let anything go. This is my baby. Like I've done this all. I'm going to see it all through. But obviously you then realize, you know, if you want to scale something, you need more hands doing the job, particularly like a product-based business like you're not just selling digital products online where it's made once and then you can just market it you know you need to make it you need to send it out so I hired my first member in January February time of this year so she helps me with all my social media my email marketing she's kind of like my marketing go-to girl um she's one of my friends actually and I know they say don't hire family or friends but it's been (laughs) an absolute pleasure having her work for me and then um the latest girl that I've hired she is part-time and she comes into the office which is so nice because working on your own is gets hard like just even to stay motivated to get things done when it's just you plugging away every day on your own so she is hired part-time through the payroll so I had to figure all that out as well I was like how do you even hire like how do I do a contract how do I put them on the payroll do I need to do their pension like huh so all of that was obviously like a big kind of like even just the practicality of hiring someone was a hurdle to overcome and then yeah she helps me with the um, operation side of things and making and packing orders and then she also helps me and Emily the other marketing girl with other marketing tasks so it's a tiny team and I think something that's super interesting for me is managing people I've never done it before and I'm I'm a very lax manager so like I'm kind of just like oh like it's fine yeah I can't yeah, and then exactly yeah. but the thing is is that I'm like I don't think that works for people because they probably need me to be like right like we I need this 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 and this yeah. like can mm. you show me your outputs but I'm just a bit like oh god like having to ask someone like what you've done today I don't yeah, want to yeah. be that manager that's like okay can you tell me can what you you've done today like yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly and so I think there's a massive learning piece there for me in you know 
how to be a good manager. And I think for sure, like I've definitely got a lot of learning to do on that piece. Just to just to rewind slightly on something that you just talked about there, that I think there will be so many people that are self-employed creatives, like sort of just running their business on their own, that would have listened to that yeah. and gone. She's just she's just described me. Mm. That's that's me. I'm doing everything, and it's to break that cycle because it can it can really grind you down as yeah. well. It's, mm. it's, it's, yeah. yeah, bit by bit, emotionally and physically draining. You get out, don't when you? you are every day having to rock up and know that yeah. you've got to give 100 percent to your business in every department mm. to keep it moving yeah. forward. Um, what's been the, what's kind of been the, the big benefit and bonus of, of you having those stuff on? I mean, I'm assuming Headspace is probably yes, one of the big 100%. ones. Yes, 100%. So I think just one freeing up my time so that I can enjoy my actual life. Like during the whole of last year, and I guess it was a bit different because, and I forget this, like when were we in the pandemics? When were we in the lockdowns? Yeah. But most of last year, I think we were in a lockdown. So there wasn't really much to do. I didn't mind working weekends. Like when I say I worked seven days a week, like 8 a.m. till 10 p.m., I did. And to be fair, I've been doing that for the last few weeks because we've had the rebrand come up. But hiring staff has allowed me to actually have, like, get that time back. So mm. take weekends off and actually finish work at a reasonable time and see my friends for dinner without cancelling plans because, basically like, I need life. to do something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically just have a normal life, essentially. Yeah. And I think it's really funny because the past couple of weeks where I have been, like, working, honestly, like, working like a dog it's insane and I've kind of, like, sat there and thought, God, like, why am I doing this? You know, when you are a little bit, like you're supposed to be like creating something so that you know you can enjoy your life and I'm like am I enjoying life right now mm. but I think you then have to take yourself out of it and see the bigger picture and yeah, be yeah. like this is the short-term pain fingers crossed hopefully touch wood for the long-term gain do you know what I mean We've, so yeah, like yeah there, well, will, be, week, we? there will be periods where you just have to get your head down you have to work and you have to put in the hours yeah and I feel like, you know, at the moment it feels like that hard work isn't paying off, but you've got to hope that at yeah. some point it, it will. And there will be that big breakthrough. There, uh, there will be that big breakthrough where you're like, oh, like this has all been worth it. And so I think it's like a really interesting piece to be like when you just get a bit bogged down in it all to be like right look at the bigger picture this is why yeah. we're doing it like look at where we've come from and where we're at now and look at where we're going to be like I always have visions so guilty of not doing yeah that. well so am I <laughs> so I'm guilty. so guilty as well of not doing it like my dad said to me the other day and he was just like do you ever just think about what you've accomplished he yeah. was like I'm so proud of you like you've done an amazing job but like when you're in there doing the day-to-day -day, you you just have this big goal and like, I always like imagine like this picture of like someone just pushing like this big rock up a hill and like sometimes I'm like I just feel like it's never ending but at some point you will kind of get to the top and be like this is why this is why I've done it and I'm just yeah I'm really looking forward to the day where I'm just I don't know stood giving a talk an inspirational talk somewhere about my business journey yeah. I don't know that's what I can imagine I can visualize and just thinking god it's all paid off like this was all worth it so yeah it's it's a long journey but yeah it'll it's be great if you dad to say that yes I, love that. I know yeah so supportive they've been amazing so obviously I 
had to move back home during the pandemic and I do everything now from my house and yeah to say that I'm like taking over rooms upon rooms of my parents house (laughs) is an understatement and my dad has been my dad's my mom's not very she's supportive emotionally but like she's not very business minded she doesn't really kind of she doesn't really like social media she doesn't do emails and so she's not really that useful in that respect whereas my dad is so hands-on like he's run a business himself like he's kind of been there and done that and also he's really helpful diy wise like he's helped me like build my studio for me yeah, like i saw this amazing yeah the post, HQ. The post that you yes. you put on just <laughs> bigging up your dad and i was like whoa this guy does literally everything honestly <laughs> literally like everything the biggest handyman like he he just turns his hand he's to tiling, anything he's putting yeah, frames up honestly he's like, <laughs> can, we, so, can we get one of him for here yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he would love it honestly he, he's any diy project he's like love it like the pump in the shower went the other day and he was like i'm just gonna go change that now and you're like how do you know how to change a shower pump like what like who is this man <laughs> um but no it's it's so lovely and it's just nice to have your parents like support you like even if it's just you know not not on, in a money sense but more just in a you know providing me space providing me like a house above my head and my mum like a shoulder to cry on when things get tough so yeah i definitely couldn't do it without the support of like my family or my friends either so- Sam. So, Igor. <laughs> Studio Ninja. Yeah, let's just talk let's talk a little bit about our sponsor. And I was wondering about what we need to say in this little section because I really want to talk about just how vital it is to my business. And yeah. one thing that came up recently was in my own business was that I was thinking about whether I need to get a VA on board. Mm-hmm. Like, do I need somebody that's gonna help me just, you know, perform some of the admin tasks? And when I looked at it and I re- it really boiled down to what do I need somebody on board for, I realised that I don't actually do much admin. Yeah. And I don't do much admin purely because of Studio Ninja. Yeah. Everything's automated. Yeah, my invoices, my diary, my questionnaires that I send out. Email templates. Cha- email templates, chasing up invoices. You know, everything's fully automated to the point where it doesn't take a huge amount of my time anyway. So it kind of defeats the whole point of a VA. So for me, it is a very integral part of my business. Yeah. And I think when you're running a business, you're self-employed like we are, mm-hmm. you know, being efficient, yeah. being productive, making sure that, things run in the right order if you find yourself doing any kind of repeat task you have to say to yourself why am i repeating this automate it um and if you can automate it then that's it and that's really where studio ninja fits in with me and my business and they have very kindly given us a discount code haven't they for this podcast so what's that discount code igor another idea and another idea gets you 50 percent off your first annual subscription yeah so it's just a no-brainer I mean, I wouldn't even be hanging around. Just go and look at Studio Ninja. Just go and do it right now. But thank you very much, guys, for sponsoring this podcast. We love you. We appreciate you. Keep it up. We love Studio Ninja. Um, We did sort of like joke about, but it it is true, though. You had sort of like a meteoric rise through your business, really. What would you say has been sort of like your strength in terms of Pearl Cosmetics? Because kudos to you it's it's pretty incredible you. and you've done that in a short amount of time yeah and again this is something that i need what we said earlier i need to remember like where i came from and where i'm at now i'm 100 the first six months of pearl were tough to say the least i'd started a new full-time job as well during that time because and it's interesting because it's kind of a bit like is that is that how little faith i had in my ability to make the business a success or was it just me not actually realizing like the gravity of like what the business could be? So I started a new full-time business in the first six months I was running Pearl. And 
obviously Pearl took a massive backseat because I was kind of like right this is my new job now and you know got to focus on this and yeah the first six months I made back the revenue I put in which was a thousand pounds which meant I could then invest that into more stock so it was slow I think in the first six months of Pearl I made about five thousand pounds in revenue but I was like wow this is amazing like that's five thousand pounds more than the thousand pounds or yeah. like four thousand pounds more than the thousand pounds I put in so that's cool and then I think it's just um, knowing that you can see that yeah exactly you can generate I, and revenue. generate revenue from people that weren't just fa- friends and family as well yeah. like and I knew so interestingly it's enough, not your man not your dad is it dad's yeah. yeah. buying four thousand yeah. pounds worth of clay masks yeah exactly i'm so proud of you EastEnders. Pink clay masks. Yeah. i'm so proud of you isabel <laughs> literally yeah just like placing an order for a thousand units like, who was that wow amazing benefactor eh? <laughs> exactly um but yeah so basically i re- i always like if you, when you're saying like what was like the success it was social media and it's really interesting because when I was younger I kind of like watched like the rise of like these um business owners turned like entrepreneurs sort of like Ben Francis with Gymshark mm-hmm. and how he basically like leveraged social media before social media was even like used as mm-hmm. a platform to sell on and you know I'm pretty sure he was one of the very first to use influencers and he was like a real like trailblazer in that respect and I remember watching him um and his journey and just being like oh my god I really want to use Instagram to make a business one day like don't know what it was something about me just knew that one day I was going to use Instagram in a way that wasn't being an influencer to generate an income and it's so weird to explain because I never thought about it it was just like a a feeling or a sense that I had so when I started Pearl I was like right I know what I need to do is use social media and I need to use it to my advantage and I need to make sure that I've got a good social presence because a new business you know if you've just come across it you're going to look at their social media pages like if they've not made any sales you want to see that there's proof that people are at it's real yeah you're not legit. Get scammed. it's, it's short, legit it's exactly 100 percent. and like it baffles me to think that like people actually you know came across pearl and, and bought from me even though i had like no reviews and it was like a really small account and it kind of just it went from there so i had maybe a thousand followers when i launched the business and then things didn't really actually start picking up until january 2021 and i set myself a new year's resolution and i was like i'm gonna start using tiktok i'd set one up in Ju- july of 2020 made one or two videos and was like nah this is too confusing i don't understand what i'm doing like video not a thing like this is just for kids and I was like right okay I've got all this video content on my phone um I kind of wanted to create like a treasure trove of my of the journey to like look back on and so I didn't really have any expectations to generate sales I just kind of more than anything wanted to just capture the journey and like what I'd done and and where I was at and I remember making like my first sale through TikTok and I was like wow like this is amazing like this is so cool and then like the next week it was was like two or three sales and I was like oh my goodness like this is actually like this is a thing and then I just carried on going and I think you know the good thing about good and bad thing about TikTok is that it's the reward pathway isn't it like yeah. a video does very well much like yeah pump, exactly yes and it's like a video does well does well you make a sale and you're like right gotta do more of that that's like dopamine hit you're like yes like this is going well and honestly it just snowballed from there like beyond what I could have imagined and 
within like three months, I'd got over 50,000 followers on TikTok. There were videos that had gone viral. I'd made like over a hundred sales in one weekend, which is pretty much honestly more than the amount of sales I did in the first six months. Yeah. And so honestly, like to credit the success of Pearl to TikTok, that is kind of like what really helped push the brand out there and what really helped kind of get us known and kind of drive revenue and sales and exposure really so i mean you say you say it's uh, down to tiktok and, and that was the success but actually i think that's just the vessel yes yeah. like very true the very success true. is down to you putting that work and that effort yeah. in yeah you know, so many people have this idea that they just need to do a few little posts and oh give my it goodness a shot. yeah it just doesn't work like that you know you need to be showing up consistently, consistently. you obviously showed up for you know a good few months before yeah anything really took hold yeah exactly um, yeah it was a long slog and do you find any sort of like difference in terms of like clients that you bring in through tiktok in comparison to instagram or even your website mm, i think it's interesting it would be really good to like drive drill down into the analytics and i think it's i don't know how easy it actually is now with facebook and instagram it a lot of the and the ios update i don't know if you you guys probably know all about it oh god exactly a lot of the traffic source now just says direct and that many people aren't just searching pearl cosmetics they would have come from somewhere but the, the link has been broken in between but i would definitely say like my audience demographics definitely changed through the platforms and i guess that is just it makes sense to what the platforms are i think tiktok is a, a younger audience so i have a lot of my younger customers on there um but yeah like a lot of people will kind of see see me on tiktok and yeah come over to the website or even just it's like that fun the marketing funnel isn't it it's that they see you they then like go into like the consideration stage and they they feed down um but yeah even tiktok has changed since i started on there they've introduced the tiktok shop now so you basically have like a selling platform within through tiktok TikTok. yeah exactly and it's it's really cool but also it is kind of like if you're not making sales through the tiktok shop is your content getting pushed out mm, and you know when it's true. like i'm fighting this algorithm that like is supposed to be working in your favor yeah. but if the algorithm doesn't think you're going to be making the money yeah. then it's like now nah, we're not going to yeah. bother in so that case it doesn't just become about retention exactly and it also becomes about sales within the same platform 100 percent, and it's now no longer just i'm gonna make a nice video and hopefully it'll go viral now it's like oh god like i need to make a video that's gonna entice people to actually buy something so then the video goes viral and it's just constant changing your mindset towards that content creation has just totally Totally changed changed. whereas you started out just doing it genuinely just to invite people into kind of your world your your focus has now switched to exactly to make this to to lead to a sale in some kind of way percent, yeah and it it adds pressure doesn't it it's yeah absolutely it's now no longer i'm doing this for fun it's now oh god like i'm doing this because my business relies on it and then you get into that negative mindset of being like oh god like i have to do it because i have to versus oh i'm gonna do it because i want to and so yeah it's constantly trying to reframe the mindset and be like no let's just do this because we want to and we just want to like post a silly video on tiktok and see what happens and it is so difficult sometimes to be like 
to not get bogged down in the metrics and you know likes and followers and things like that I don't mind it's the sales for me that matter because at the end of the day if I'm not making sales I don't have a business likes aren't paying your bills are they no they're <laughs> not it. I wish they were yeah. they're not paying my bills that's I mean, not for only, sure not only are you kind of competing with that sort of internal mindset you're also not to get doom and gloom about it you're also competing in, in an industry that is incredibly mm. multinational like you're yeah. competing against some incredibly huge brands yes you know brands, brands that own multiple brands yes um what what are the what are the challenges that you face in competing in that industry and what is it about pearl that you kind of you've identified something that's like a separating factor why mm-hmm. would somebody go oh, i'm gonna buy that rather than going to yeah one of the big ones yeah one of the big yeah i'm not gonna name names but you know the ones <laughs> yeah. that are on the, the dogs the ones the big that dogs. sound like a shoe company that are on the high street <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness oh 100 percent. i think and i think it's difficult and that's why i'm kind of like amazed that i've managed to forge a small little space in an industry that is so saturated i think oh, i can't even remember what the statistic was but some crazy statistic don't hold me down on this because it might not be right but like forty thousand skincare brands launch a year and that might be that might be totally wrong but it was i read it and i was like that's insane yeah and i could see that I could yeah see that. That- there are so many new players entering the industry constantly and i feel like something obviously that i don't have that these big businesses have is is the sort of marketing budget behind things is you know the ability to have these big uh photo shoot campaigns Mm. and send all your products out to these like huge influencers and all of those things which obviously require a lot of money i have to do on a much smaller paired back homegrown scale so i think which kind of like does link into the social media aspect. Like I am very reliant on social media. Yeah, well, you, you can't afford to, you, no, you can't afford to exactly, lose in those, in those exactly. scandals. Whereas a lot of those companies, they can go, well, if it doesn't work, we'll just try something else. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. So it's being a lot more careful with your money and where you put it. And yeah, just being very reliant on social media, which is a good thing because when it goes well, it goes really well and a bad thing because obviously yeah. it's, you know, you're constantly trying to think of the new thing that's gonna stick but i think yeah it's it's very difficult and i always see these new sort of skincare brands pop up and i'm always just like oh god like it's hard not to get jealous when you're like oh like you know this is a new one and they're, they're doing so well and like they're now stocked in boots which is amazing but then you forget that that company is actually owned by this other like you said this other yeah, company yeah, yeah. It's ama- who it's amazing, are already really. doing you, yeah you think a lot of these brands and it's the same nuts. with the supermarkets even yeah. like you know food brands that you think are small you yeah. know, industry like kind yeah. of but small they're companies they're not they're, they're owned by big companies yeah. that are branded up to look like exactly um, a boutique brand exactly um, and so it is really interesting when you kind of like look look into like the the actual like oh who owns this oh okay it's another big player I suppose, in the game. I suppose when you're in that position you have to be really strong I think don't you to kind of just stay true to what it is you're about yeah because I imagine it must be so easy when you when you're seeing those brands appear it must be so easy to go I'm going to move slightly in that mm-hmm. direction yeah. I'm going to be influenced but but actually what you need to do is kind of just stay on your path a little bit yeah and, I don't know. I, I, yeah, no, I totally agree. Exactly. And to also when you just, and I talk about this a lot on social media that like everything maybe is not as it seems. So even like comparing yourself to other small businesses who seem to be doing really well. And I'm like, take a step back and think for a sec. If people see me, they think I'm doing really well. Mm-hmm. Like, and I like, in a way I am but in a way also like it's tough and it's a struggle and you know sales have really dropped off a cliff this year and it's thinking of new ways to kind of 
you know, reignite that audience and re- retain those customers. And, you know, the amount of people who say to me, oh, like Pearl's doing amazing. And it's like, thank you. Like, you know, acknowledge it because obviously like what I've done is amazing, but also be like, but everything's not as it seems. Like, you yeah. know, if you were to look at the an- I th- analytics I think and the stats. there'll be so many people that again relate to that as well. Yeah, like, the, the exactly. sales at the moment are difficult. We talked about it when yeah. I picked you up from the station earlier about how sales seems slow at the moment. Yeah. Not just your, our industry yeah, as well. we've had conversations. You know, we've, yeah. we've talked quite a few times about it and you do you do have to stay it really tests you doesn't it it really does really puts you through the mill it 100% does and you know when like sometimes you're just like I'm doing all of this for what yeah investing growing a business exactly like expenditures going up yeah exactly sales coming down where do you (laughs) when's the lucky break gonna happen but I think like we touched on earlier it's that it's that bigger picture mindset and it's that kind of like you know at some point there will be that break and at some yeah. point it, it it will all be worth it and you know look at where we've come now and I think it's easy to be all doom and gloom but hopefully you know Black Friday's around the corner I've got some new <laughs> products launching Christmas Come is the on. biggest time sometimes, of the year yeah, sometimes it's all it takes isn't it yeah. it's just like a, a slight change in the landscape yeah. to then just all of a sudden things pick up and before yeah. you know it you've, you've forgotten all about that little exactly dip. exactly um, but I think 100%. the point we're trying to make I suppose all of us is that it's totally natural in a business to have a dip yeah. and to have moments where you start to really doubt mm-hmm. yourself yeah mm-hmm. yeah um I suppose the thing to avoid is that kind of you know wandering off into other yeah you know areas and yeah. actually just you need to really lean into what it is you're about yeah because when yeah. you do when we all come out of this yeah. phase that we're in at the minute like economic uncertainty and all that mm-hmm. you know it's it is going to kick back in yeah and the ones that are going to be at the front of the queue are going to be the ones that reap the reap the reward yeah yeah very much so and talking about dips doing some research on you um i i heard you talking about therapy and really advocating for it in a Mm -hmm. in a a really great way what do you find has been the sort of like benefits for you for it and why would you recommend anyone to have it yeah oh my goodness i think therapy has been the making of me which is mental so I first went to therapy when I was like 13 or 14 and it just it helped a lot I think well I I don't know it's crazy like I'm such I think I'm such a deep thinker that things just I really think too hard about things sometimes (laughs) (laughs) and so you know when you're like oh my god I was like 14 what was I even worrying about like this is crazy but it kind of taught me so much like mental resilience and like coping mechanisms and things like that and um in 2020 at the start of the year before I started Pearl in the pandemic I went back into therapy and that was luckily through my old work so I kind of had easy easier access to it and um again like worked through things and you know talked about why why these things were happening and like again ways to deal with it and and I'm back in therapy again now and I think it's because it's it's an amazing thing if you can go because being like a an entrepreneur like it is so mindset focused Mm. and like you say like there's a dip in sales and you know if your mindset isn't in the right place that can take you to some really horrible places and you know the temptation to just pack it all in and quit or the temptation to think I'm worthless like I'm useless like this is my business this is me like and it's you know it's it's having that the right mindset in order to kind of push your business forwards yeah. and I think that's something that therapy can really help with and not even necessarily therapy maybe even like business coaching as well mm-hmm. so 
I think like if you guys are listening to this and you are kind of a, an, an owner or a founder or, you know, a um, solo, what's it called? Self-employed, someone who's self-employed, um, try and find access to help, be it through like therapy or even not in that sort of sense, coaching and yeah. like mentorship. I think it is like such an important thing to do and something I wish I'd done earlier to have a business coach and to have a mentor and just particularly when you're a solo founder and doing it yourself having someone to be able to like springboard off of and talk to you about Hmm. who's impartial to your business but can really help you and give you some real solid insight and you know therapy is amazing for working on the past trauma and you know becoming a better version of yourself and coaching is amazing for helping you work on like your current mindset and your current positioning Mm. and you know working through things with my mindset coach like it's the leaps and bounds that I came on from like at the start of the year to now like even I'd be sat in a session and I'd be like oh my goodness like who is this person talking it'd be Mm. me talking but I'm like I don't recognize her because like you know shit has quite literally hit the fan but I'm sat there being like but it's okay because like had this not have happened I wouldn't have known this and here are the takeaways that I've learned from this and it's that mindset if you were just on your own you'd be exactly in the the corner of a room in the corner crying yeah exactly exactly and so it's you know it's learning how to deal with the way you react to things. And I think that is such an important part of being a business owner because things go wrong all the time. Yeah, yeah, things yeah, don't absolutely. go to plan all yeah. the time. You waste a lot of money. You you really cock up. You have and to be really resilient, don't you? As a, exactly. As a you have to be so resilient. And, and if, even, even if there's people listening to this that maybe would go, but I can't afford a business coach. Mm-hmm. You don't have to get a business coach. It's about just having kind of an awareness of who's around you, I think. Yeah, yeah And just totally. being, being, being open to listening to someone else's viewpoint. And, yeah. And, having just that open discussion with somebody that is a friend or a yeah, friend, you know, exactly. somebody else that's in a, in a similar just business, to talk just about to be able to it. talk about it. And and to, sometimes, to especially from of, people that are sort of like removed from the business side of it, people yeah. that have a completely, totally different perspective mm. that you would have, because it can be very much like things Blinkers are right on, in front yeah. of us where we yeah. can't see the big picture really. And we've said it countless times before, sometimes you just need to be told like the really simple basic yes. things. You yeah. need that yeah. kind of, yeah. that really simple reset mm-hmm. or reassurance or whatever it might be, just like that little challenge, oh, that little question. Yeah. That just gets a little I'm cop- going to do this, I'm going to do that. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. 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 It gets how are you gonna so earn noisy. Money? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The most important question, how? Yeah. <laughs> I was, um, as you were talking, it, it just made me think of, it's it's so true that so many times we train ourselves to become better creatives, photographers, designers, um, scientists. And sometimes it's, we take it for granted that we don't train our minds. Mm-hmm. We don't train our minds to catch mm-hmm. certain things. No, I don't even train my body at the moment. So. <laughs> <laughs> our body is you know, so true. I haven't done that for six months. But it's such an obvious one when you say it like yeah. that. But yeah. Um, it's the it's, thing that's the hardest to do isn't mm. it it's the sometimes you don't want to look in because yeah. you don't maybe want to unpack the things that <laughs> actually need and, and, sorting and all, out and we're stubborn as well yeah. Yeah. No, yes. very it, much no, so. it's not a me problem it. no yeah. no no it's not exactly <laughs> Studio Ninja, Igor. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, I'm off again. But I, I wanted to. I just wanted to talk about one more thing because I think, and I'm not here to criticise one of our sponsors, but I think they're missing a trick. Ooh, shots fired. Tell yeah. us. Yeah. Tell us what so you think. So they are. It's. It claims to be designed by photographers for photographers, which mm-hmm. it is. It is designed by photographers for photographers. Yeah. So I'm not arguing that. 
but it's not just for photographers. That's it. So much I just more. think it's for any, anybody that's in a service-based industry. This this piece of software is invaluable. I've had friends that are MUAs, hairstylists, florists, stylists, you know, you, you name it. I've had them all reach out and I've given them sort of guidance and setting them up that have gone on to use Studio Ninja and like, this is invaluable for our business. Yeah. So um, if Studio Ninja are listening and watching this back, might want to think about who you're targeting it yeah. to because actually yeah. I yeah. think it's... I think they're missing a trick. I think Go there's a the whole masses. market. There's a whole market out there that, you know, you don't just need to be a, ph- a photographer or a videographer in the wedding industry. If you are a service-based industry and you've got clients or couples, whoever they may be, and you need to book people in, you need to send them automated emails, invoices. Um, you know, the system and the software is yeah. there for for anybody to use in, in in whichever business they're they're operating in. Yeah, get student ninja. There you go. So, so what's the discount people... code, Igor? Oh. You should know it by now because I've told you a few times. Uh, let me see. Let me see. I wonder what I'm it could be. I'm guessing. I'm guessing. <laughs> um, I'm joking. It's another idea. It's that simple. So if you go to Studio Ninja, um, type in that at the checkout and you'll get 50% off for the whole year. And you'll get the first month free. You get the first month free and then another idea gets 50% off their first annual subscription. There we go. There you go. Sorted. Go, go get it. Given, given everything we talked about in terms of like the, you know the current situation and the climate and you know you're, you're dropping sales, you know mm. you've, you've discussed. What are you? What are you kind of having to do to adapt at the moment? What are you doing to adapt to your business? Like, mm-hmm. are you are you seeing? I imagine. Well, I, I'm assuming that you're seeing kind of rising costs as well in your yeah. business in terms of materials yes. and supply. Yeah. How's that kind of impacting your sort of weeks? At the, at the moment difficult it is very difficult um so obviously i recently did a rebrand so a lot of money got invested into that um packaging none of my products came in boxes or anything like that so now it does but you don't actually realize obviously that's an additional Mm. cost and boxes are expensive (laughs) i didn't realize (laughs) boxes are bloody expensive like oh my god boxes are expensive i've spent too much money on boxes um so obviously yeah like my costs per like product or like cost of goods has gone up ingredient costs have gone up because obviously we manufacture it all ourselves employed staff so that's like an overhead as well so it's difficult it's a really difficult sort of um thought or like kind of like conversation to have in that you know do we put our prices up do we reduce our prices like where do we go like where do we sit in this and it you know looking at what other businesses are doing as well some are not putting their prices up some have because of like the cost of everything going up so when I launched the rebrand I thought now's a good time to actually tweak the prices slightly to kind of reflect the you know money that is being invested in the rebrand and you know the look and feel of things it's a lot more luxurious now and things like that but I think in terms of yeah it's thinking about you know the next steps and how to retain those customers and I've been doing like a lot of work with my mentor about you know like customer retention rate and how many people are returning customers and how you can improve that and it's all a lot of like you know checking out the analytics and seeing like what the drop-off rate is and surveying them to see you know why what did you think of Pearl why Mm -hmm. haven't you bought again and it's really interesting so always away isn't it sent a survey off to 3,000 people 100 people responded but you know that's a good sample size yeah and um it's really nice to do because like the the response was like overwhelmingly positive about Pearl and mostly the reasoning as to why they didn't buy again was either they'd recently bought they were already using up their products or it was too expensive and it does make you think like if you did reduce your prices would people 
buy or would it just then cause the next thing which is well your prices are too expensive and you're like well you reduce them again and then you you enter this cycle or or do people not buy because they're too cheap well exactly I think a lot of people always forget that that, there are plenty of people that place the the co- the price of an item on I am, the quality I'm guilty of it, of it. Yeah. I'm very guilty of that myself exactly so I think other than kind of thinking about your pricing structure and costs and stuff it's then moving into like the marketing side of things and marketing kind of like the benefits of the product and you know how it's going to change your life and you know all these five star reviews on how it's going to clear your skin and like these like amazing testimonials from customers who like we get like so many messages every week from people being like i can't like, i'm so happy i found you like your products have honestly changed my skin like my newfound confidence and it's kind of conveying like that message across to yeah. your potential customers that okay it's a premium product but like these are the benefits that you're going to get from it and there is nothing better than being able to go out of the house with no makeup on and have like clear glowing skin because you've used this product or these products so it's kind of yeah really like doubling down on that marketing message and like the usps of the business obviously preservative free alcohol free waterless customizable like it's really knowing your selling points i wouldn't be dropping your prices i genuinely (laughs) wouldn't i think i think just to touch on that point finally as well is that people will always tell you something's too expensive yeah exactly people will never really turn around and go perfect "Mm, it's too cheap yeah (laughs) yeah they won't it just doesn't happen um and and you know the value that you're adding to your product yeah you know you're refining it all the time it's improving getting better and and, you know you bring in another layers of it to your 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 branding and your packaging it's like that yeah exactly the pricing can only go one way no i totally agree exactly and i think it was an interesting um, really people should be buying it now yeah before it gets (laughs) more expensive expensive. that's what they should be doing so so get your orders in now get your bulk orders placed with pearl do it now you heard her first (laughs) amazing (laughs) um you're also an amazing advocate for other businesses um, especially female entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. So talk more about that, please. Absolutely. So funnily enough, when I started Pearl, because one business wasn't enough, I decided to start another one <laughs> alongside course. it. Yeah. Of course, you know, us creatives, we can't just put all of our uh, eggs in one basket. And um, I started a platform, it was called Girls in Business UK. And it kind of started out because when I started Pearl, I would post in countless Facebook groups, like, this is my new business, like, please check me out. And, you know, how do you get someone to hear about your business? How do you get a new business out there? So obviously from posting in Facebook groups, I got kicked out of all these Facebook groups. Like you're self-promoting, you're not allowed in here, like get rid. And I was like, this is ridiculous. There must be a place where you can just shout about your small business. And so that's where the idea from Girls in Business came from. It was a platform where people would tell their story, they'd showcase their products. And it was like a platform where, you know, you could find new small businesses that were female founded that, they weren't going to get kicked out of from like it was the the point of it was self-promotion was it exactly exactly and that kind of like also snowballed at, at the time i had literally like countless people wanting to like um have their posts shared and for a really long time it was like a, a totally free thing like i didn't make any money from it and then i realized actually i could be doing like people could pay to have a feature or they could like join the queue so it was, it was always free or you get to the front of the queue and you can pay 
and from there it's kind of transformed into more of a um educational place so it's now a platform called it's isabel pearl where i share my experiences and like ideas and and how i've done things and you know how other businesses could benefit from the knowledge that i've learned and it's kind of yeah it's become like a place where other small businesses can come and like get free knowledge and you know learn and she doesn't stop does she (laughs) it's just it's just so inspiring though isn't it i can can totally see why you'd want to be part of that group yeah exactly and i think it's hard because like when i first started i was like where do you find this information from like how do you know like how to market like everything i've learned has been self-taught obviously my background is biology i don't know anything about you know the creative world or marketing or sales and so for any other like woman or man out there where are they getting their like information from and so again it's just like on tiktok and instagram making videos i don't make money from those videos it's kind of just like i do it because i just want to help other people and yeah like a massive advocate of like shopping small so like my christmas lists are always small businesses and i'm always like trying to find new small businesses to shop from the other day i was like i want to buy some activewear but obviously i want to support small businesses so it's like asking my followers like guys do you know any small businesses that i can support and it's kind of just like taking the time to find them which is quite it can be quite difficult so that is why like platforms like girls in business were super helpful because it was like somewhere where you could yeah. find these businesses you easier. have to be intentional about it don't exactly, you exactly you do and that's why it's so easy just to be like oh, i'm just gonna amazon like you yeah. know black leggings but then actually in reality <laughs> it's like well no like if we can support like a small sustainable business like we should be but it's well, you're in, finding you're in, it you're in that boat yourself and you yeah totally get exactly it. And exactly you know with skincare clay masks you know i'd be laughing yeah Yeah, exactly Um, but it is is really inspiring i know we kind of say it to most people like we're really looking forward to kind of following their their journey after this and stuff but genuinely really excited to see where where you take your business over the next few years and how it's going to evolve and adapt i've no doubt it will adapt Uh, we haven't even finished the interview yet we're still going to chat (laughs) i'm not finishing the the chat i'm just kind of saying just just genuinely just genuinely saying yeah i'm excited to see where you take it i think you've got a a really good approach and mentality towards business yeah i think you set yourself up incredibly well i think I think one. I think one thing that people are always guilty of is they kind of want instant results, yes. or they want yeah. really quick results. And I think you, you've shown that you can get quick results, but actually, to, you know, you're here to play the long game as well. Yeah, totally, exactly. And I think that's you know the the good and the bad thing of social media is that sometimes things do just look like an overnight success, yeah. and then you don't you don't like we touched on earlier. You don't actually see the behind the scenes of it like there are countless businesses yeah exactly exactly yeah the seven days a week and the sleepless nights worrying about did I do the right thing and yeah I think it's so easy to see someone on social media and be like oh they've just blown up and like they're smashing it but actually like do you know what's going on behind the Mm. scenes like you don't and I try and be again on the on my um, coaching page like really open and honest and like I posted a video the other day being like you know um it was just like a silly video like a seven second long one of me like singing to something and then the caption was like like oh like your business is doing so well but then actually I, I like open up into being like but actually behind the scenes like it's it's not doing so well like we were doing a lot better last year than we are this year and it was so humbling to read all of the comments on there from everyone else being like I'm so glad you said this like I feel exactly the same way like it's nice to know that we're like in the same boat and so yeah it's it is so easy for people to potentially look at even my business and be like you're an overnight success yeah. but like you say it's it's, it's 
interesting how that longer. realness and that vulnerability just can really draw people in. Yeah. We talked about it with Christiane, didn't we, about yeah. kind of how, how every post she was trying to put out was the perfect shot of her yes. bouquet flowers. And actually, when she started to post just herself and opening up about what she's doing, yeah. people start to engage more, don't they? Exactly. Because yeah. it's people relatable, need to let go isn't of, it? Let yeah. go yeah. of this idea of like, no, it's got to be perfect before I put it out there. Yeah. yeah. Just post it. Just vulnerability do it. and honesty breeds relatability. Yeah. 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 It really yeah. does. Yeah. What on. are the future plans for Pearl? Oh gosh, the million dollar question. <laughs> so for sure, new products. I think maybe that's one of the big reasons why we've seen sales slow down is that we are still only selling the same two products that we were selling last year. Um, you know, I've got a big pool of customers there who will hopefully be buying new products that I launch. So definitely new products are on the cards. We've got a green clay mask launching at the end of November, which is fast approaching. And my brain is literally now thinking of the 101 things that <laughs> yeah. I need to do to get that launched. Get over the line. Yes. Um, and then next year, again, more products. So the idea is for Pearl to kind of be like the full skincare routine. So, you know, you've got the clay masks, we've got the facial oils. It's then going to be like the moisturizers, the cleansers, um, but equally still keeping it like a slow beauty business. So fast fashion, it's the same with uh, skincare and beauty. Like businesses are just bringing out like a new scent of this thing, a new color of this thing. And it's overwhelming. I, I find sometimes shopping for skincare overwhelming. There's 101 things fighting for your attention. And so kind of what I want Pearl to be is just like your simplified paired back like skincare routine that will solve your problems without overwhelming you and not you know do you need this serum or this acid or this that and the other so that's kind of like the next year's plan and I guess like the future vision of Pearl I kind of want it to be I was saying this to my coach like I don't think I ever want it to be huge I think I still want it to be like a homegrown feel but I want it to be like a bigger, a big indie business, if that makes sense. Yeah. So maybe not like the likes of, you know, a Joe Malone or a Charlotte Tilbury, like who are massive, but a brand where it's like, you know who they are, you know where they came from and, you know, you can purchase them in like an upmarket high street retailer. Like that's where I feel like Pearl would be like perfectly positioned. It's just, yeah, the small steps together. Where does, um, where does male skincare sit? Well, exactly. In, in Pearl? So, does it? can we just discuss that? Very good question. <laughs> He's just asking, you know, for asking for friends. Just wondering. <laughs> no, I'm doing all right. I'm like 39. I'm, you know, I'm doing all right at the Amazing. moment. Amazing. So, yes, and it's really funny you ask that because had I of known what I know now when starting Pearl I would have definitely have done things differently and I think the first thing I would have done was made it a gender neutral skincare mm. brand because at the moment it is very female orientated whether or not that would have been easy to do with a pink clay mask maybe not so yeah. maybe that is just the way it was meant to be but for sure I feel like there is a spin-off or I don't know what you call Pearl. it a side yeah Pearl Man Pearl. or something I don't know um uh, do you know what I mean there's definitely I want to be I want to bring out that I think I think to, Sam is trying offering to, to be of, one of the testers some, just so you know names that are similar to Pearl that aren't female yeah, I can okay. see Gemma walking in on a Saturday <laughs> afternoon in the winter there's no weddings and there's Sam Buddy and Betsy yeah <laughs> all laying down on the sofa watching the clay masks clay masks on, what is going yes, on a charcoal clay mask I can see it now yeah. Um, yeah so I'm hoping obviously you know once Pearl gets to a point where it's you know 
solid, it's working, mm-hmm. things just tick over nicely. Hopefully there might then be a potential avenue for me to then start creating like a male skincare line. I think definitely like that is on, it's on the vision board and I would hope to get there one day. But yeah, I have to focus on power. Yeah, it's, definitely yes. a market, it's definitely a market that you can see growing yeah, at the moment, isn't it? Definitely huge the last five, six years. Yeah. And you can see that it's yeah. kind of starting to explode a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. Um, so it should. Yeah. I get I get so many adverts for, for skincare. Like on Do my you? Instagram feed. Yeah. It's because you've been stalking me. Yeah, probably. Retargeting. Yeah, retargeting. That old uh, that old chestnut. Yeah. It's working down. Yeah. Um, Usually we tend to finish with a specific question. Mm -hmm. And if you were to meet 14-year-old Isabel, what advice would you give her? Oh my goodness, not to think too hard. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you know what? I think the biggest piece of advice that I would give her, and it's the thing that I try to align myself with constantly, is that things like things happen when they're meant to happen. And so I'm such a believer that, you know, when I've made a massive mistake, like I wouldn't, if I didn't do that, I wouldn't have known. So there was a reason why it happened. And so I think the thing I would like to tell her is to kind of, to stop worrying so much and to just know that every step forwards is a step taking you to that right direction. Mm. And resonates with me right now anyway like i'm saying this and i'm like isabel yeah. take note of this yourself yeah, yeah, as yeah. well remember that this. Happens, that's why i love that question because yes. even though we say 14 years old yes it, it's a number that makes you go back quite a bit mm. but always always the answer yeah. always relates it's to still where and it's amazing how we all yeah. have an answer and we're like no i need to tell myself that now yeah. as yes. well yes 100 you know, we all need to have that kind of reset yeah. mm. definitely yeah <laughs> you're not even 30 yet are you is that no. right 27 I mean, that terrifying like how why I, I mean it's i think it's hard when you're that age to realize actually how how advanced you are in terms of your business at the moment yeah oh, thank you um, i don't mean that in a in, a, in any kind of a patronizing way genuinely coming not from taken a, in that a really way genuine good place like, i think it's um you know i think you kind of we're, we're you know we're sort of 10 13 years further on from you and actually the next sort of five six seven mm. years will be you know really vital world so, watch out this is what i tell myself <laughs> yeah. isabel and, in five just years keep, time just keep turning up keep doing what you're doing yeah you know you've got the right mindset and approach to it which i think is half is often half the battle isn't mm-hmm. it? Uh, yeah, yeah very much so massively i think it's the biggest part of the battle yeah. your mindset having the faith and then world domination for Pearl yes Pearl and then take over the world I don't want to be, I don't want to be the size of Joe Malone for <laughs> you know six years time she's got like 18 stores around the country uh, how did that happen <laughs> and Madison congrats with the team up and the pop up that you're oh, doing in Boots it's yes. coming up very soon isn't it yeah it was last week actually amazing <gasps> I know yeah that was that was also again a really humbling experience in that I was there on the pop-up and people were like oh like is this a new brand and I'm like yeah like it is a new brand it's my small business and they're like oh you're like you're a small business like my stand just blended in seamlessly to the other skincare counters on boots that I was like wow like this is awesome like 
that is where I can imagine me having my Joe Malone stand yeah, just goes in, show, in John it, Lewis. That, that yeah. The scalability of it is yeah. there. Yeah. Very much um, is. And that people kind of see you as, as that as part oh, of that brand. And I that, know, you know, yeah. They, they do want it. So yeah, I think we're all just guilty, aren't we, of just falling into like the, the easy purchase, yeah. aren't we? Oh, like 100%. You said earlier about yeah. you have to be intentional. Yeah, yeah. you really do. Um, it was funny, I didn't say it then, but when you were... There was a specific point that you were saying that you're literally going up the hill and you're rolling up this massive rock sort of thing. And I was going to say that, yeah, don't worry, though. You're going to get to the top of it and you're just going to watch roll that balls and roll <laughs> yeah. down yeah. and the cash come in. So, no, it's amazing. It's oh, amazing what you're you doing. Guys. So, I really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, really inspirational. So, thank, thank you. Thank, thank you very much. Thanks for giving you time. It's been, it's been great. Anything yeah. else you want to wear? You want to wrap up with? No, I think it's... We've got a big day, haven't yeah. we? Yeah. 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 Save yeah. your what energy. Basing myself <laughs> here. What a way to start it. I'm basing myself here. Oh, yeah. amazing. Honestly, Isabel, thank you so much. Um, there's been so many really good little takeaways out there. Yeah. I'm, I'm all, my mind's already racing with a few of them that you've already run through and I'm like, yeah. can't wait to, can't wait to get that out to... Oh, I'm so excited. To the audience next week. So thank yes. you very much. No, thank you. Yeah. And Thanks to the audience, let us know what yeah, has just, been your favourite Just favorite go check bits. out Pearl. Yeah. Go check out Pearl Cosmetics. Yeah. And just give her a shout out. Definitely. Yes, definitely. You know, Appreciate like, we it. all need to start helping smaller businesses yes, a bit more, don't that's we? It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think as well, like one massive take home, if you do one thing from listening to this, shop small, put mm-hmm. small businesses on your Christmas list and yeah, be a bit more sort of, yeah, think about it more. Don't, before you go to Amazon, just think, oh, is there a small business I could get that from? Come on. I'm going to do that. On that yeah. note. Amazing. Thank you. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.